Welcome to the Mean Green Show. Welcome to the Mean Green Show. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Mean Green Show. Today, I'm in the building with Coach Jay. Tell him what up, Jay. What's going on, baby? Did you see how I was put some water, the little small yeah, water bottles? It was an official setup. I like the way it looked. You know, <laughs> cheers to my boy Jay. Salute. Salute to. Salute. This three-part episode that we're about to launch. So notice I said three, which means everything that we're going to talk about today, guys, is just for episode one. Yep. And segue to episode two will be next week and then three. So um, looking forward to getting some feedback at boot camp, at the gym. So when you see Jared or myself or uh, Jason, Alex, Walker, let them know what you think of the podcast. If you haven't subscribed to our podcast channel, make sure you do so. That's on anything, whether it's iHeartRadio, Apple, Google, Spotify. You do it. Perfect. Write us a review. Perfect. YouTube. Subscribe. Perfect. So, James, we're going to talk about how to look better naked. So, at 5 o'clock, it was a class, and – I think it was a week before last, right when we started this new program cycle. And uh, everybody just going super fast. And I was just trying to get through the reps real quick. And I was like, I just stopped everything. I was like, yo, look, if, if y'all training for a sport, I get it. Yeah. But how many of y'all want to look better naked? And, like, it seemed like everybody just shut up. It just went silent. And everybody's like, <laughs> I want to look better naked. Yeah. There you go. And then I explained the philosophy. And that's how we came up with this episode. I want to break down between you and I the difference between aesthetically looking away and training to be that way mm-hmm. versus training to perform, maybe in a Spartan race. Um, what else you got? The Beast Mode games, a marathon, whatever you may be yeah. training for, because there's a big difference in the style of training. Huge. All right. Um, let's start with that. Um, let me ask you a question, and then we'll just – for those that don't know, we don't write scripts. We just say, wing hey, it. this is what we're going to talk about. The, the beauty of a podcast with Chris. Yeah, and we're just <laughs> going to wing it, right? Let me ask you this, though, Jay. So when making workouts, because you do boot camps, yep. you follow gym programming at the gym, you also do personal training, you do it all. Yep. So when making workouts, the average person that wants to look better naked, what's the first thing you're thinking of? Is it more so how hard the workout is? how hard they can push in a workout or strength, control, breathing. Like, I just want to hear from the goat's mouth. I called him a goat. I <laughs> called him funny. a goat. That's my guy, guys. That's funny. So anytime um, I'm programming anything, especially with somebody that's coming in to lose weight, I always focus on balance training to start. So for me, it's all about control. Because uh, when you're working on control, you're activating more muscles, yeah. you're using your full body, which is kind of getting into the, um, the aesthetics because yeah. now you're starting to target those muscles that you don't usually hit. So yeah. um, th- that, that that would be the first part, control. Yeah. I, I want to focus on that first. And I'm guessing that has to do with some of your background, right, with education, um, OPT model, right, yep. from the NASM it teaches. And I know we're going to sound like some nerds because <laughs> we're talking to two guys that, you know, obviously took some courses and got some certifications. But the OPT model, that's one of the first stages is stabilization and balance. Yep. And you know, in a group training setting, it's really difficult to bring that to the format because, number one, it's not sexy. At all. Number two, it's not, you know, exciting. Yeah. And number three, you're dealing with 20 
people in a class and you're trying to watch 20 people that's trying to do an opposite hand to opposite leg reach, yeah. right? Taking your toes off the ground to make it a little bit more challenging depending on who the person is. So it's so many variables of that, but we try our best in group settings, right, to start your warm-up with some dynamic movement. And sometimes your warm-up may have to deal with some balance yeah. uh, movement. So let's start with balance, right? Why is balance important to working out or to life? I mean, shoes. If you want to walk, yep. walk down the street, yep. accidentally, you know, step on a rock or something like that. If you don't have balance, if you don't have control of your core muscles, you might fall and hit the ground. Hundred uh, percent. It's just an everyday, everyday thing you need. So I think that's big. Another thing is when we're in the gym doing lifts. Like let's just say we're, you know, doing a bent over row. Mm -hmm. If you don't have control, if you don't have core, if you don't have balance, you might just be trying to rip yeah. that out. You can't si simply, you know. Hold that as you're bent over, keeping your, your core tight, keeping your back straight. If you don't have a tight core, yeah. which is where balance is really, that's where it center. starts. Mm -hmm. That's that's when we, you know, looking at all kinds of injuries yeah. that we that are unnecessary that we, that we can avoid. If anybody's ever faced an injury or recovered from it, that's the very first step, right? Core, core it doesn't strength. matter whether <laughs> it's a hamstring pull, whether it's a shoulder. It, you always recover with balance, yeah. right? Stabilization movements. But... When we get to working out for our performance or aesthetic look, we want to skip that. Oh, yeah. So that's why it's so <laughs> important to do that. But, um, no, I think just opening up with that, Jay, is it's important to me because there are so many people. And when I say people, I'm including myself, yeah. right? This journey that we're doing in fitness, Chris don't have it all and know it all. I'm experimenting, exploring just like you guys. But my goal is hopefully the way that you go to work every day and – go to school every day and be a pro at what you do. My goal is to be a pro for you guys. Jared's goal is to be a pro for you guys. Jared, Jason, I always say Jared and Jason sometimes. Yeah, you always call us Jay, too. Jay, confused. Jay, Jay. <laughs> Jay. My mom would be like, y'all, come here. We'd be like, which one? You know who I'm talking to. <laughs> Seven of us, no, mama. No. But, um, but our goal is to put you guys in a safe environment, but at the same time, educate you but at the same time get you to your goal yeah so in a 50-minute class setting it's tough to educate to the t so that's why we want to use this platform to be able to educate those that you know are podcasters or youtubers yeah. so let's start with what we just talked about with the stabilization the balance right when we're talking about looking better naked mm -hmm. there is a difference to me and you can disagree yeah. there is a difference to me training for the beast mode games versus mm -hmm. training to lose 15 pounds and your muscles poke out more than your body fat right uh you agree or disagree agree 100 so when it comes to looking better naked there's a difference let's talk about mean green the gym for now okay right when we make the workouts typically the monday tuesday the thursday friday are workouts where we have a strength segment mm -hmm. followed by a conditioning piece so a strength segment, guys, whether you're doing a hit style workout or a bodybuilding style, functional building movement, whatever, and then you have the conditioning piece. The conditioning piece is typically 12 to 15 minutes. Yep. If I'm feeling crazy, I might bump it up 18. to 18, <laughs> right? So in that range, you know, that's just to get your heart rate up. Yep. Now, even when we're – Man, I know we're going to sound like some nerds. Even in the conditioning piece, it doesn't mean to kill yourself or to beat yourself up depending on what the movements are. Um, for this six-week segment, we really – Jared helped me on Tuesdays. I'm telling you all right now, Tuesdays, <laughs> the what would we call the eccentric push-ups and yep. eccentric pull-ups. Uh, I like to use that as an example. Okay. All right, if we have a workout, guys, and we're saying the workout in the strength segment is, I don't know, 10 push-ups, 
10 pull-ups, 10 slam balls. All right, repeat that as many times as you can in five minutes. There's a difference between going as fast as you can to perform for the Spartan race because mm-hmm. it's conditioning your heart. It conditions your mentality, uh, helps you learn how to breathe better if you're not breathing correctly or what's your strength, what's your weaknesses. But that doesn't make you necessarily look better nope. naked. Can we tell them or can you start off with the push-up? Why is it important to have that eccentric movement in the push-up versus just falling down to the ground and then just ripping your body off? Um, you you kind of said it. Yeah, one, one, you're trying to get your heart rate up. So if you're just – one, you're lacking form and lacking control. Uh, full disclosure, after that Tuesday workout, I was sore from – I was sore what? until Saturday. With, without, a, <laughs> without a barbell, though. Without a barbell, without any weight, I was sore until Saturday. We've done uh, German volume training. We've done all type of heavy lifting. But yep. that one taxed me. But go ahead. I didn't yep. mean to – but that's that's what it boils down to. If you if you tell somebody to go and hit, you know, ten reps of bench press, you know, they're just going boom, rip it out, rip it out. But as you're controlling those muscles in that what we call it, it's the tut, time under tension. Yeah. As that time under tension is on those muscles, more of those muscle fibers rip, and that's how you get that muscle growth. So that's, that's really where that soreness comes from. That's where that size growth comes from. Yeah. But if you're not if you're not keeping those muscles under tension, you don't get that growth that you're looking for. 100%. And that's the aesthetic that we're going for. 100%. And we're going to talk more And I believe, is it episode three about nutrition? Yeah. Yeah. So nutrition plays a huge role oh, yeah. in the way our body looks. But I love to also point out when doing that push-up, not saying that bench press, dumbbell bench press, or barbell bench press does not work. We're not saying yeah. that by any means because we're going to do those same movements with eccentric movements but the push-up is the most to me one of the most fundamental movements so it's it would be ignorant for me as a leader in this brand to tell jason to go get under a bar and do 225 pound bench press but he can't do 10 solid aesthetic push-ups where he controlling his body weight down and then powering up right it's about building a foundation um what do you think after completing week one going into week two I think the variable we added this week was an elevation. Mm-hmm. Um, why why does that little two to three inches make a big difference in the eccentric push-up versus being flat on the ground to a two to three inch elevation? I just think the, the angle of the muscles that you're hitting. So yeah. it's like doing a um, the ring rows. Mm-hmm. So just uh, obviously you, you can notice a difference, your feet being a little bit further out yeah. as opposed to you scooting them back. It's that little bit of a difference. You're yeah. able to get one more rep, two yep. more reps. So just just the angle, yeah. Angle changes how much effort you can put in. One hundred percent. And I, for me to be used as a, an example, because I don't want you guys to feel like it's you, you, you. It's Chris too. It's Jared too. <laughs> I typically want to speed up Jared when it gets difficult. Oh yeah. When it gets challenging, but the body doesn't change unless it's challenged, right? Exactly. So because you can walk away and say, "Man, I did ten push-ups." The, the point I want everybody to receive today is, "Man, I walked away and controlled ten push-ups." Yeah. If you if you can hear me, hear me clearly, guys. Every day you go into the gym or go into your boot camp and you can control every movement, you got better and stronger. Sometimes we allow momentum to take control, right, gravity to take control. Yep. You may have done the workout, but you didn't really control the workout. The workout kind of controlled you in, in a nutshell. <laughs> so what we want you guys to, to see moving forward, whether it's a squat, whether it's a, a overhead press, control. Control, control. Jared, another question as I'm just going to wrap these questions out. And well, before you get to that one, I'm glad you said it. that because I do have, like, a lot of PTs, and they'll always say something like, oh, this is hard. Oh, they always call me mean for it. Oh, this is hard. Whenever we're in those movements, and I love, like, everything you just said because that's what it's all about for me, just control rep. Yes, it might be hard. Yes, 
you might feel like you're dying. But be, to be able to control that rep, yeah, that's what it's all about. And a lot of some of the PTs I get, um, as as trainers, Jason here well, as trainers, we know we know when somebody's not able to perform a rep. Hundred percent. So if they're doing a push up, they're like, oh, this is hard. I can't do it. But you, as trainers, you can look at them and say, yes, you can. Yeah. Easily, you know you can't do it if they're arms are shaking they're giving out all right. that kind of stuff so just kind of a, a mental for you guys like your body's gonna tell on you yeah and, and it's the control aspect of it yeah. if your core is not strong enough you actually won't be able to do it but if your core is strong enough just because it's hard that doesn't mean you can't do it yeah so that's I, what it's all about. I like to also point that's the beauty of working out yeah seeing what your limits are because yeah. the thing is if you're falling down and doing push-ups to 10 reps and you never challenge yourself how in the world you actually know that you're favoring your shoulder on the right side because your left side is not, I don't know, it doesn't have the range of motion that it needs to have. Or maybe your core is really, really weak, but because you're flopping down to the ground, you didn't get to notice that your core was really, really weak. Exactly. Imagine everybody, Jared, that wants to do their first pull-up, right? But <laughs> when we get on the ring rows, it's just as quick as I can go. Yeah. Or when we're doing a pull-through, it's not keeping those hips down and engaging your lats to pull through. It's just like I pull it through. Yeah. So, again, now if we're training for the beast mode games, it's a totally different story yeah, you just because you're just trying to get reps. You're trying to get it for time. But for us to look better naked, it's all about time under tension. And I'm glad you put that out there, Jay. Also, since we're there, I like to talk about programming a yep. little bit the way that I look at it. I have the opportunity to uh, program for the brand in the, in the gym and – until I pass it off one day <laughs> for a person that wants it. Um, I, I I love to – to Jared came over a couple Sundays. It had to be a couple months. It couldn't have been just a couple. It was it was a – No, it was a few months. A few months. Yeah. I, he think I'm weird. Jason, he no, – No, you think you're weird. I never said okay. that. <laughs> True story. I'll be doing things in the garage. I program in the garage, and I'll literally be like, well, if I do this, and maybe if I walk, let me see how much time it takes. And I will stop and be like, Jared – this is weird, I know. And he's like, no, no, it's not here. But I know he got in the car and called somebody like, this dude is really weird. <laughs> but there's a couple of things that I want to point out as we make workouts from you guys, for you guys. And I definitely get perspectives, obviously, from Jared and Alex and others. Um, there's a piece where we want you to look better naked, right? Because we believe in transforming your body, and we know what that does for your confidence, Right. So that's one piece, but also put you in a position to do it safely. Right. We don't want to just break your body down and beat it up every single time because we know the importance of recovery. Yeah. Right. So that's another piece. The third piece is the flow of class. Right. We don't want to just say, hey, do all this crazy stuff. Hey, I need a plyo box. I need a kettlebell. I need a barbell. I need I need a slam ball. I need a I need a like it, it's a flow yeah. and art to it as well. The fourth piece is also the coach. Right. Like you want to put a workout where you're 100 um, percent confident that they've been through this and executed to a high standard. Right. And then the fifth thing out of all five is the entertainment piece. Yeah. That's the toughest one for me, because looking better naked doesn't always have the sexiest appeal when it comes to workouts. Yeah. If I said, hey, guys, today we're going to do I don't know, today's Monday. Let's talk about quads. Right. If we're going to do, we don't have these, but control leg extensions, right? You kick your leg out and extend, hold it for a second, and then control going down. Today, we're going to do 10 reps, and I want you to rest for three minutes. And then we're going to do that for four rounds. Like, y'all going to do y'all 10 reps and then look at us for three minutes like, what the hell are y'all doing? Nah, they're going to be right here. <laughs> On their phone. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then, hey, look what they doing. <laughs> but the entertainment piece is kind of difficult for me because when I, first of all, we have a flex option, yeah. which we're putting a hit style workout for those that like hit workouts, and then the strength segment, which is dope. I love it. But I do want to spend time, at least a minute or two, to talk about the sexiness we want to put in because it's fun. You want to work out and you want to, you want to, you want to be challenged. Yeah. But then when we slow you down, it's kind of like, oh, I want more. Yeah. Maybe this is feedback we can get in the comment section uh, on YouTube more so. Uh, if you're listening to this, you just gotta have that conversation with us after or before class. But what's I'm going to ask them the question, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. How would you feel if we slowed it down where it was just more aesthetic movements to change your body versus the entertainment piece? All right. So today we're doing every three minutes, if I remember correctly, every three minutes, working our way up to 12 or 15 minutes, we're doing 10 back squats for those that are doing strength. Mm -hmm. That is not the sexiest thing. Right, but for those that like doing it, they would do it because they understand and they like it. Yep. But the the sexy piece is actually the hit, if I remember correctly, because I don't remember the workout. Do you remember? Well, it's Bulgarian split squats. The twenty sixteen to twenty reps, right? And the reason why I put sixteen to twenty because it should be almost twelve to maybe sixteen at the max. But I know some people like to go faster with lighter weight, mm -hmm. right? So I'm curious. What do you guys like? More slow pace because it's changing my body or fast pace because it looks good on my Instagram when I record it and I'm going to post it once I get out of class because that's a piece of it. Yeah. All right. To you, Jared, um, what do you think? Or you want me to answer first? How do you feel about the sexiness being in your workout versus not being in it? Uh, your, do your workouts have to be sexy? So coming from a football background perspective, mm -hmm. uh, I like slow pace workouts mm -hmm. just because I know the the I'm I'm gonna be so like the slow paced eccentric push ups we just did the slow paced eccentric um, pull ups we did man I was sore for four days mm -hmm. like I, I know the results you get from taking workouts slow mm -hmm. I'm not I'm I'm not into the 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 rah rah the the sexiness of a workout mm -hmm. I'm into the sexiness of the body ooh so. somebody <laughs> somebody Jason you heard that somebody need to quote that on Instagram <laughs> and tag uh, what is it uh, Jared MGT, MGT. somebody <laughs> tag him no okay J Jason just looked at it. I don't even know what that face Maybe. means I don't know but anyways <laughs> uh, yeah so that's that's kind of my viewpoint on it uh, I like the the conditioning pieces of the workout mm -hmm. but Again, that's more so when you're training for something. I do, I'll do it, you know, two, three times a week, just because yeah. you do, you do want, you want to condition that heart. You want to make sure your heart rate's where it needs to be. But yeah. um, as far as the the end goal of the workout, trying to look good, yeah, you got to take it slow. Hundred percent. Same way for me, right? Because to me, actually, the slower pace is sexy. Because I, I going back to the push up, knocking out ten push ups nonstop. Like I do that all day, every day. Yeah. But that control, oh man, wait till we start adding like. You know, the unbalance or putting yeah. your feet in a TRX or rings and then do a push-up with control. Like, that to me is sexy, Yeah. right? But at the same time, you know, even with the conditioning pieces that we added at the end, for me, doing a strength segment, and I'm not knocking any gym, so I'm not going to say any names, but the, the global gyms, right? Yeah. The ones I used to I worked at before I got here. Um, 
doing a strength segment and then going to walk on a treadmill on an incline for 10 to 30 minutes. Like, that's boring to me. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I'd rather get my heart rate up and do a, an AMRAP or EMOM or something for 12, 18 minutes, and I'm out the gym. But um, I'm curious on the feedback that yeah, our brave soldiers – <laughs> and it's no judgment, right? Because at the end of the day, for me and Green, we want to put a service out there that's, that is sexy, yeah. that is fun. The culture, the music, like all that plays a big role on our workouts. But I do want people to know, especially during our strength segments, to change the body. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to slow it down a little bit. Um, but let's flip it, and then we can wrap it up. Cool. cool. The performance side. Mm -hmm. It's dope to work out for a specific thing, right? Um, the Beast Mode game, Spartan Race, uh, what other things can they do? Tough Mudders, marathons, uh, whatever you guys are training for, there is a place to train like that because of the competition. Yeah. So this is going to be interesting to say because it's not going to it's not going to punch in the face everything we just said. But I can see someone saying, well, hold on, and I want to break that down. Let's do it. So if you're training for the Beast Mode Games and we're saying, hey, doing a Wednesday Metcon or a Saturday-style Metcon workout, those are great to condition you for the workout. I can see people saying, well, is tempo training bad to get prepped for a race? What do you think? Tempo training? I like that. Uh, is that bad? I don't think it's bad because – at the end of the day, yeah, you want to knock out as many reps as you can. Mm -hmm. You do. But there's still Self strength control. and control segments Self that are in the workout. That's it. Because yeah. how, how do you get stronger, Jared? Like, like, I was so proud of those that did the Elite for Beast Mode games, and the deadlift was there. Mm -hmm. Like, even if you don't do Mean Green, we never did a one-rep max. We haven't did a one-rep max at the gym probably in the last year or two. Not right? last year. I tell you that much. Definitely <laughs> not in the last year, right? But the tempo, what we did with the three reps, no, we no, we didn't do three. Three reps was the Beast Mode games. It was 12-minute three-rep max yeah. for your PR. But our segment that we did early in this year, I think we started at 12 reps or 14, whatever the rep, and we decreased as the wet, as the wicks, as the weeks uh, moved forward. Yeah. But the goal was is that they couldn't drop it. They had yeah. to control up two and down. Pause. Right. The two-inch pause was mm -hmm. legit. Now, I know they hated doing that, and that's definitely not sexy, right, when you're yeah. trying to get – you're as much weight as you can, but you got to stop two inches before. You yeah. know you can actually do more, but that two inch actually means something. But when I seen the wheels and the Vickies control that weight, hit those no, numbers, yeah, look good. Look really good. But again, that wasn't probably sexy <laughs> in class. But man, at the Beast Mode games, it was sexy. Yeah, 100%. Um, so can you do tempo training? Put it like this: If I was training Jason Miller. Personal training. So, because group and personal training is 100% different. 100%. So, when we make workouts for a group, whether it's boot camp or the gym, it's general fitness. Mm -hmm. We don't make workouts for a group of 20 because of Jason goes, right? We make the general public lose body fat but gain muscle style, yeah. right? But if I was training Jason for the Beast Mode games, I actually would look at his weaknesses and challenge him with a lot of tempo training because that's how I know he's getting stronger. Yeah. And then the things that he's good at, I challenge him in different ways. So if I was training Jason for the Beast Mode games, depending on what week it was prior to the event, mm -hmm. he definitely would be doing some tempo training. 100%. 100%. I think the 
especially when it comes to the beast mode games, the more tired, the more fatigued you are, you have to fall back on a foundation. That's it. So. Uh, preach it, Jared. Preach it, Jared. <laughs> so, uh, go go ahead and preach it. Whatever your weaknesses snaps are. Snaps and claps. Snaps and – but it's real because think think beast mode games, right? Think of the OMG My Legs and the the Brick House. Yeah. That, that's 18 minutes. That's a long time to do anything in the yeah. world, right? So that first minute, three, two, one, everybody coming out real fast. They pushing it. And then by three minutes, and I say, it's 15 minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> Everything changes. But then you start seeing people starting to pull. Yeah. You know. Change the, of form. Everything changes. But if you're conditioned to time under tension, it doesn't feel different because you've been in the world. Not in the world. You've been in the war. So yeah. you know how to you know how to retaliate. So I'm just really big, guys and girls, on controlling the weight because I really, truly believe this. I say this on our online training all the time. True true, true strength comes in tempo. Yep. And um, from me to you guys, I want you to be challenged by controlling your weight in every single movement that we do. That's what do you think? That's I, think I think that's what makes the difference. Makes the difference. Being able to control that weight. All right, cool. Well, I want to segue to injuries. And talk about right. Me too. Right. <laughs> man, I'm, I'm gonna say this, man. My back has felt the best it's felt in seven years. That's crazy. Straight up, and I it it, it it's aligned with everything that we're talking about. So let's go ahead and segue to it. So why do you think, off the life experiences that you've had, mm -hmm. potentially that you've seen in others, why is tempo and control important to those that? that have been injured or is currently injured? Uh, it's so, um, oof, I was about to get real science geeky on y'all. Go for it, go for it, go um, for it. We'll get a Yelp review. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get a Yelp review for podcasts. We'll get a, I don't know. You'll get a review on Apple, five star. There we go. Um, <laughs> but no, so I, and if y'all don't know my history, I told my ACL three times. So Goodness. Uh, that was all in high school. So high school was just physical therapy for me. Physical therapy, physical therapy. And my first time, um, obviously, as an athlete, you know, when they told me I could finally start doing stuff, I'm thinking, oh, okay, let's let's go do some box right jumps, let's go sprints. What 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 we doing? No, squeeze your quad, lift it up. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So like it was just recruiting muscles, just recruiting muscle fibers. So all about control to start. I had to learn how to recontrol my leg from an injury. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you can't go run. You, I mean, you can't you can't go run before you can walk. That's it. So that's really what it boils down to after injury. You got to learn how to control. You got to be able to recruit all of those muscle fibers because after an injury, sometimes you mess up nerves. Sometimes you mess up, you know, that's tendons. Uh, your your muscles obviously communicate with one another. That those communication little what do you call them little channels. The communication yeah, the channels sometimes they get mm -hmm. messed up. So. You got to make sure everything's firing off right because if you can't get those muscles firing off the right way, now a knee injury turns into a back injury, turns into a shoulder yeah, injury, man. neck injury. So you just got to make sure everything's right in that portion before you can move forward. So that's why controlling muscles uh, after an injury is so important. That's it. And the term firing off correctly. Yeah. I would love to break that down a little bit more because somebody said, oh, you I don't, you, you know me well. Yeah. So I, <laughs> maybe sometimes we'll be talking or somebody say something, and I'm that type that if Jared say, I'm trying to think of a word, gastronemics, 
I'm not gonna agree with him and say, "Oh yeah, you're gra- you're gastronemics." <laughs> I'll stop. Like, hey, bro. What is it? <laughs> what, what is a gastronemics? By the way, it's a calf, guys. A calf. <laughs> but um, firing off. I don't want anybody just to say, "Oh yeah, firing off." Like, can we? It, you explain what does firing off mean, and then I would love to kind of talk about my injury with my back. I got you. So I mean, you're obviously you have a central nervous system that goes through your body. So when we say firing off, in order for me to lift my hand right now, I have uh, sensors or sent. A sensor, sensor, whatever you call mm-hmm. it, sending you know receptors down to my muscles to be, for me to be able to lift my hand. So if I injure my elbow and I mess up one of those sensors, I might not be I might be telling my hand to lift, but it might be you know lift, boom. That's how slow that connection could be because mm-hmm. I messed up something that's in my you know shoulder, something yep. that's in my elbow, whatever it is. So like I said, whenever we're going through the the rehab, we got to yep. make sure that that connection is firing off the way it's supposed to. So now we're able uh, for for me, I, you know, I'm still actually re-recruiting muscle fibers that are in my quad Quads. from my from my knee surgery so i'm still trying to make sure that you know these muscle these different muscle groups that are in my quad actually fire up when i need them to yep. so yep. that um and pre- prevent more injury boom so now at this point i am mean greens 24 25 26 27 20. i'm 27 going on 28 yep right and then my freaking back takes place right yep. i'm at the uh first so a lot of people don't know before the chimney rock gym it was actually a studio it was a uh, fourth floor jason right jason did his interview in there <laughs> he was so confident in that interview i was talking about the first studio with the mean green gym yeah. <laughs> but um i didn't know that the flooring was so heavy so me being a entrepreneur with no experience being young especially in the gym space mm-hmm. not fitness the gym space like inventory and and equipment, um, I bought some eight millimeter floors, and they was like, "Cool, do you want us to take it to the door, and we, you can we you know charge you for that, or do you want us to drop it off at the door and you carry it yourself?" Carry myself, carry myself, <laughs> right? I would never do that again, right? So um, they got these big rolls, and here I go thinking I'm strong, I'm carrying them in, and then I remember once we got them into the studio, you had to cut the tape and then you know floor. So cut the tape, and I. Felt it right there in my back. So for the next three years, I thought I pulled my back because of what? The floors. I was so wrong. (laughs) I was so wrong, right? It was years of basketball potentially, Mm -hmm. conditioning my body to just go out there because I'm 14, 15, 16 and go play basketball. I think that's why I'm so engaged with my boys now as they're getting more active to – even when they get in middle school and high school, they decide to play sports. It's not going to be how much weight we lift. It's going to be making sure you get in your body uh, range of motion and flexibility and then firing off your muscle groups prior to doing a movement. Like, I'm so yep. big on that. So, long story short, I went and finally got an x-ray after about six years of my back, right? This is when yep. you actually first uh, moved down. It was like last – Yeah, it was right around, right in that right around that, right? right? So – Jay and them were like, hey, you need to you probably <laughs> need to go get an x-ray. When was the last time you got one? I was like, man, why? So I go get it. I tell the doctor, I was like, hey, what happened was uh, I pulled my back, picking up something heavy. And um, for years I've been doing everything. I practiced acupuncture and dry needling and um, uh, chiropractic. I've done it. Yep. Did the x-ray. Oh, Mr. Green, you got a crack L5. So I'm like, damn. <laughs> right? Like. Why did Jared tell me to go? This is bad news, right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But 
the doctor, I literally was like, okay, what's next? He was like, well, what do you do for a living? And I told him, and he said, well, do you want to continue to do that? Right? I was like, yeah, yeah of course, absolutely. He said, well, you don't want to have surgery. So I'm like, well, this is backwards. Like, exactly. He was like, well, if you have surgery, you're not going to move pretty much no more. So if you're if you were sitting there, it would be a different story. So I was like, what do you want me to do? True story. He was like, I don't know. <laughs> so I was like, all right. So I left the doctor like, like defeated, defeated. Yeah. Not from a standpoint of I lost because I'm injured. It was because nobody knew a place of. It was just like a weird place to be, and nobody could help me there. Yeah, if that makes sense. And uh, shout out to Doctor Tony. Um, you telling me, man? Uh, Tony works on a lot of guys in the city and beyond. And I reached out to him because of mutual friends, and he just big time. Yeah. Right? Shout out to Tony. You big time, bro. <laughs> but um, Shanna, you know, she inboxed my IG. He, she got a quick response. So I was like, because you're a girl. You know, <laughs> I don't got cleavage, right? So you got the response. I'm joking when I say this, but it's true. But <laughs> <laughs> Shanna gets a response. Shanna books me an appointment. So this is the beauty of everything that I'm about to give you guys because I'm hoping and praying this is the inspiration and empowerment that Mean Green as a brand gives you guys. I told him what was going on. I didn't want to tell him I had a crack at L5 because I wanted to see if he knew something beyond. Yeah. So what happens, guys and girls, from my feet to my hips, when I take a hard impact, my bar, my back will arc real hard. I would spasm, and my body from my hips to my head would shift. Like to a point one time, Jason literally was trying to give me vodka shots to get me through pain because my back locked out in front of the gym, and I couldn't move, and people stepping over me to get to their cars. <laughs> like, true story. So I w when, when Dr. Tony... When I told him my body was shift, he said, oh, I've seen that before. And he started breaking down, you know, what happens. I was like, wow. He gave me hope. Yeah. And that's what I'm getting to, guys. Hope at that moment was all that I needed. He began to explain. I didn't want to tell him about a crack L5 because I didn't want him to blame it on it. So eventually I was like, hey, man, I got a crack L5. He said, yeah, you can have a crack L5. And people live their whole life and have that and they never know. So that might be less than 1% of your challenge. So me being the fitness guy. He's like, all right, let me see you do a, a side lunge. I was like, man, I know, man, look, I got the lunge. I've been doing the balance thing. I got the boost. I like, I know what I'm doing. So he told me to do a, a side lunge on my on a disc. Mm -hmm. The disc slides. So I did it on the left side. He said, all right, do it on the right side. And I got stuck. He's like, mm-hmm, do another one. And I couldn't literally do a side lunge on my right side. And he goes back to the word and the term we just used. Yeah. Oh, yeah, adducts is not firing off. So when you're trying to run and everything that you've been trying to do for the last couple of years, instead of your adductors firing off, you're using something else in your body, which is overcompensating. Your back kind of being the center of your body, sometimes it will lock out to protect your whole body. Yeah. So he began to work on my adductors, and then literally he, he I think he did stem treatment, stem treatment with uh, dry needling. Mm -hmm. And then he loosened it up. He said, do one out, and I was able to do it. And he said, oh, how does your back feel? Because at first he told me to touch my toes, I can only touch my shins. Then I get down, I'm touching my toes. Yeah. He started working a little bit more. And then he said, oh, your hamstrings, typically when this happens, your hamstrings are not going to be firing off correctly. But he's like, you're, it's odd. Your hamstrings are firing off correctly. The other thing that was actually not firing off was my lats. Crazy. Crazy, <laughs> right? I don't know. As much bench press and pull-ups I've done, but he said, you're probably just getting up to the bar and doing pull-ups. He said, how many times do you form on your lats before you start working your lats? I had to be honest, like, man, I don't, you know, I, do I, I might do this a little <laughs> bit, right, <laughs> exactly. across your chest. But the importance of making your body fire off correctly is the reason why my back has been as, I'm not going to say 100% painless, but it feels as 
good as it's felt in the last seven, eight years, all because I figured out what was firing and not firing off correctly. That's crazy. Very long-winded scenario, but I'm hoping, Jay, that people understand the importance of that. So That's huge. I think we end it here. I think that works. Oh, we give them a little teaser to next the, week. The next oh, Jason, where's your name? What you got, Jay? I have two questions. Okay, Jason has a question. Uh oh, I'm scared. Okay. After COVID. That's real. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So, for those, they, I think they may have heard him because I seem like I could, I heard him on the mic. Maybe, but maybe not, but oh, so he's going to come. He's going to come. Bro, back. I'm not, dog. <laughs> dog, you kind of close to me. Give me the microphone, Chris. All right, here we go. Sexy. Sexy, and we know it. We're going to look sexy while we're Oh, naked. my God. Um, okay, so the question was, what kept you going after um, COVID? Um, a lot of a lot of businesses couldn't keep going. A lot of people had to give up. A lot of people had to change what they they wanted to do. Uh, what kept y'all going after COVID? And that's my thank you so much. Here you go, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Jason Miller. What you got, Jay? Uh, I'm gonna let you start because I think yours gonna be more directed towards that. Okay, uh, I give you a personal and 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 in the business, right? It's kind of unique because Jared actually came in around that time from from out of out of the state which was uncomfortable for me because it was more of a big brother mentor like i got to make sure i put him in the right position as well as the brand and myself so with all that being said the brand was more i had to bounce back and be creative enough to help people get through that time because when we went in zoom i did not want to do that crap I, man, I was, I was like, man, this ain't gonna work. But we got like, like literally, you had to swipe. It was twenty five people on at a time. You had to swipe to look at everybody. And I was like, dude. And then I got to a point where I noticed everybody was looking for for that moment to just get through their day. Yeah. And that's how I took that approach. So when it was time to get back into the gym and create systems, bought more equipment, it was just like that might be the thing to get someone through being laid off. We had people that lost people. I mean, it was a bigger thing for me besides just working out and then for me personally man um it was sanity right because i mean i provide for my family so you take the gyms away like that was a thought at one time like oh we're we not gonna have a gym right that yeah. was actually a thought was some harm um i i didn't know how i was gonna provide for my family if this didn't work yeah right so it got to a point where i i was stressing and at least when I worked out that time, I wasn't stressing, and it kind of calmed me down. So that's why I fought for fitness. I got you. As far as fitness for me, I lost it for a while. Yeah. Um, and I think it has such a such an impact on my life. Like I, I kid you not. So uh, after actually getting my last surgery, mm -hmm. I went back to coaching, and like I was there for a little bit. And uh, we were so busy during the football season that I think I worked. Man, that whole football season, I think I worked out maybe twice the Holy. whole season. Wow, and I didn't know that. Yeah, 
And then after that, I, it, it, I couldn't find it. I just could not work it. Now, this was obviously smack that in the middle of COVID. But, um, yeah, football season, I worked out twice. After that, I think I maybe worked out yeah. maybe once. That's crazy. So in, in the span of, like, nine months, I think I worked out three times. Um, and that was coming wow. from where I came from. I, I worked out all the time. But what got me was, I think, uh, I've, I, well, t- we have team doctors. Mm-hmm. So one of, the, one of the days, like, I had a little flutter right yeah. here. And I had no idea what it was. But I also know I hadn't worked out in forever. And mm-hmm. I had never felt that in my body before. So paranoia, I'm not going to lie. Was something wrong with me? Probably not. But the fact that something right under my heart was fluttering, I hadn't worked out, I was just kind of psyching myself out. Yes, I was like, oh, man, I got to do – I got to start working out. So that's kind of what got me back into fitness. And then, obviously, I just kind of had a a career change, something that – like, we can talk about that another time. But career change that drove me to coming back here. And obviously, haven't looked back since. Glad you did it. (laughs) For sure, for sure. What was your second one? He didn't take his shoes off. I know. He he settled in. (laughs) Do you remember your second question? Oh, yeah, second question. Second question. What is the run challenge? I'm glad you brought that up. What's the run challenge? Well, Ashley Brooks, actually, I think I was coaching a game or something. She called yeah. me, and I was like, okay. So, run challenge. <laughs> uh, uh, shout out to Jared and uh, James yep. for creating a run challenge. Uh, I can't really answer anything to have anything to do with this because I'm not leaving. <laughs> the man to my right can answer it, though. Man, the run challenge is super simple. We're on the Nike Run Club app. Um, the challenge is very simple. May 10th to June 16th – or, sorry, June 6th – May 16th to June 10th, you're just running as many miles as you can. So we have four different groups. We have the Southwest Side Gym. Mm-hmm. We have the North Side Gym. We have uh, Herman Park Boot Camp and Humble Boot Camp. So those are the four locations. If you go to any of those – uh, you add me as a friend on Nike Run Club, I add you to the group. And, easy again, money. it's very simple. Run as many miles as you can. Easy um, money. And easy. Can, so today is the – Today's the 16th. Today is day one. So y'all probably hear this podcast the next day. Yep. Maybe we'll post it. Maybe we'll post it now. We'll yeah. see. Um, can't <laughs> – can, can they still join? Gotcha. They can, so today's, the, today's day one. Okay, so I'll put the link down below, and then obviously they can join in. So – um, no, that's dope, man. Okay, let's let's wrap it up with this. We've been talking tempo training yep. and control. How does that do? How does that connect with running? Oh, I like that. So, one of the big things when it comes to looking good is shedding excess fat, right? Yeah. So one of the big things with um, what is aesthetic training mm-hmm. is gaining muscle mass which is hypertrophy mm-hmm. and losing fat and hypertrophy hypertrophy golly hypertrophy <laughs> Hi- high one more time hypertrophy high hypertrophy man screw that word muscle gain <laughs> <laughs> muscle gain you know that's 10 to 12 reps right four three to four rounds right, right? right so right. when you say hype hy- i don't know why i was saying hypertrophy i have no idea golly <laughs> did you ever hear me say that and didn't correct me this will be my first time, and I did a correct use. Okay, golly, he supposed to have my back. So <laughs> I, got you, I wanted to explain that because sometimes they hear that term and not understand it. Yep. But yeah, three to four rounds, uh, ten to twelve reps. Yeah, so that's all it is. So the when we're talking about running and losing excess fat, the goal is not to go out there and run sprints. The goal is to go out there and sustain what we would call a healthy fat burning range. So which it's is not sixty to about eighty percent of your heart yeah. rate. Yeah. Yep. We so we nerding them out. Uh, you know, if you got a heart, uh, my zone, stay in the green. Yeah. 
make that, it easy. That, yeah, that's all I can say. At the end of the day, it, it goes right into what we've been saying, yeah. right? If you're training for a, uh, a marathon and you want to get there under a two-minute mile or two-hour time or whatever, yeah, you're going to have to be in peak performance. Yeah, but peak performance with your heart rate. Yeah, yellow, red, right. and sustain it. Right, but it doesn't burn as much body fat as it can potentially burn. Yeah. However, when you're in that blue-green zone, 60 to 80%, it's a sustainable rate, but that's where you burn more of your body fat. Yep. So it actually goes right hand-to-hand, what we were just talking about with tempo training. It's yep. the same thing when you're running. If you're going to run three miles, if possible, if your heart is strong enough, you want to try to control that heart rate, even if it's a brisk walk, yep. right? I'd rather if I'm, if I'm trying to look good on the beach, Jay, I'd rather do a brisk walk versus struggle on a three-mile run because – I don't want to run three miles and not look sexier, sexier after, <laughs> right? I'd rather run, walk a brisk walk and keep my heart rate there. But I, I know we're weirding you guys out. I don't think they think we're weird. I think that, I think that they like this and po- potentially didn't know it. Yep. And obviously we use my zone, but you can use Apple, mm-hmm. Garmin's, or anything that control or watches and monitors your heart rate. But um, guys, I don't want to uh, hold Jay because he's an extremely busy guy. I got one thing to do or two or three or four or five or six, <laughs> seven to do as myself. But um, next week we're going to go into nutrition, and we'll talk more about how and why nutrition is a fuel versus a, a taste bud and how that affects you on all your movements and obviously health. But other than that, man, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you can, uh, give Jared some love when you see him. Um, Jared, MGT. That's his uh, IG yes, handle, sir. so connect with them. Um, maybe we should answer some questions, maybe, if they have some from this podcast on the next one. Hmm. That'd be perfect. So if y'all have any questions, we'll lead with the questions that you guys ask. I think that's dope. And you can do that on Instagram or with us. So if they ask me a question in the gym, do I say, hey, you got to watch the next podcast? I think that's I'm gonna it. do it. Okay, <laughs> I'll do that. Um, leading up, we have a Murph workout. Just a couple things that we're doing. The Murph workout leads up in about two more weeks. Yep. So on the north side, southwest side, we'll be doing crawfish, having a ball. I uh, want to support my guy Bobby and Jason. They have a, an apparel brand that they're going to be providing that Murph shirt. So as soon as you guys see it, definitely support it. Um, personal training. Uh, we've been getting some inquiries about do we offer personal training? Yes, we do. Now, do we have a whole bunch of hours? No, <laughs> we don't. Um, you know, all our trainers are, you know, they're busy people, man, and they do a great job. But, you know, whether it's uh, Jason or Jared or Alex or, or Bobby, whoever, um, let us know if you need some more assistance because personal training doesn't mean that I'm bad or I'm not in shape. It just means you won't develop it or you need more hands-on um, access from someone that's very elite at what they do. Uh, that's it for this week's church announcements. Love it. Anything else you can think of? <laughs> I think you hit everything. Cool. Well, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Hopefully you enjoyed the show.